1: This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. As well as
2: the Making Star Wars Podcast Network. of September. I'm Comedian Steel Saunders and I do love Star Wars. And if you are watching live, you can call in on that number, which uh, I'm, I'm, we've got full screen now, which is pretty exciting. I'm dealing with the new little, uh, we've done some upgrades here to the service. But if you want to call in, it is 646-668-8360. We've already got two patrons on. On the line to chat Star Wars, and the chat room is beginning to fire up with the rural fire, the, the rural farm boy of all things. Uh, we are going to do, I'm going to try to do three of these uh, little hyper news this week Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on the American Times. So join in each weekday. We're going to be doing them. At, uh, at this time, 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast, 7 p.m. in the middle. And I think if you're in the UK, it's at the very easy hour of uh, 1 p.m. Or 1 a.m., I should say. 1 p.m. would be amazing for you guys. But we're going to talk about uh, some more Black puck set photos. Celebration host announced Kelly Marie Tran talks about her op ed in uh, the new york times and what else have we got we've got a bit of Darth more action and some last jedi blu-ray sales information to uh go through and uh polls let's let's hit the poll uh the one i did for today was this was uh, Ray having a multicolored, double-sided lightsaber in episode nine is the best idea ever, the worst idea ever, a uh, good idea or a bad idea. And we had 15% saying the best idea ever, 19% saying a good idea, 38% saying a bad idea, and 28% saying the worst idea ever. Ever so, and I should point out this this multicolored double-ended lightsaber. It's just a bit of a a fan theory. People that like to do up art. Personally, for me, I'm I'm a single-bladed, single-colored type of guy. I'm just I'm just white bread with the crust cut off. All right, so uh, I would uh, very much just just like raiders to have your classic lightsaber. No um. No need to fancy it up. But uh, but I do hear a lot of talk about this, so I was very interested on that. And uh, we'll go through some of the uh, the user or the Twitter replies in a little bit. But uh, yeah, for each show I'm going to post up a, uh, a poll for you guys to uh, interact with, to gauge the uh, the voice of the people as it were as it were but um let's see what we've got on the docket i want to give a uh let's talk about some steel wars things um patreon is what fuels the steel wars podcast and these episodes while they'll be on youtube if you want to hear the audio version some people don't like watching youtube and they're they're driving in their cars or at work they just want to hear the audio And we will put every episode up on the Patreon on the $1 tier. So if you want to chuck in $1, you get access to all the previous uh, interview Steel Wars episodes. And uh, you'll get these as well. But for the, uh, the normal feed, I'll put this one up on the normal feed this week. Just so people know what's going on. What we're doing. If they want to chuck in a buck. Which is 23 cents. So if you're on three of these a week... Is that worth 23 cents to you? I don't know. But I want to give a, a shout out to Brad Tracy, Ted Kamensky, and uh, welcome, Ted, and welcome to the wonderful world of having your surname mispronounced, and uh, Jason Forrest, who all pledged in the last couple of days, and longtime Patreon, Rebecca Edwards, upped her patronage. So we appreciate that. Let's talk a bit of Star Wars news, and of course, we will take everyone's Calls if um, if those on hold want to jump in at any time to discuss a uh, a topic uh, press one and I'll know you want to talk about that. Otherwise, we'll get to you in your due course. Now, this isn't a spoiler. There is no spoilers in what we're about to talk about. But uh, Jason Ward at MakingStarWars.net has a series of set photos from Black Park, somewhere outside of London. Huh? My internet doesn't want to open up making Star Wars. There's, uh, and as Seth Owen aptly describes this photo, there is going to be lots of trees in episode nine. Seth Owen on the, uh, the YouTube chat here. Um, but yeah, so Jason has got a bunch of photos and all it says is... There's going to be a scene in a forest. They're adding some vines and then some adding some rocks. So um, I know for you rock fans out there, you wanted to find out rocks. You know, that was going to be a, a big reveal in the midway of the, of the movie. But um, if you want to go check those out, the uh, link is in the show notes for the Black Park set photos at makingstarwars.net. Very exciting. We've got Amy Ratcliffe and a... David Collins, they are announced to be returning hosts, stage hosts. Uh, this is from StarWars.com. Uh, David Collins and Amy Ratcliffe to return as host for Star Wars Celebration Chicago. The fan favourites will helm panels and interviews at the Mega Event in April 2019. So uh, both David and Andy, Amy sorry, have uh, featured... Occasionally on the podcast, you can get a full interview with Amy Ratcliffe, and uh, she did a hyphen chat as well, so uh, if you are a fan of Amy Ratcliffe, check that out. Um, but yeah, they, um, they're they great hosts, so it is great to have them back in the zone. Uh, I'm going to take a call here. Let's go to uh, Patreon contributor Jeff. How you doing, Jeff? What's going on, man? Hey Steele, how's it going? I'm good. Uh good to hear from you, man. You're up in San Francisco, yeah? Yep, in San Francisco. Nice. What's uh, what's 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 on your mind in Star
1: Wars today? Well, I you know I saw that the uh, I guess Ray Park was getting picked on a little bit for something. I don't know exactly why anybody would want to pick on him, but <laughs> on Twitter, <laughs> did you see this? I I did
2: actually. Um... It actually brings up one of my news items, so I'll just, uh, we've got up on uh, IGN, they uh, just put up, or in the last couple of days, that mall uh, scene from Solo, which I, I thought was very interesting, that the um, that every bit of mall footage from Solo is now uh, online, so uh, if, if that's what you were hanging out for, there's no need to uh, get the movie per se. But I did see that Ray Park tweeted that um, he'd been training very hard and was sort of like couldn't believe he was getting grief. Now, I actually um, I got to battle Dark Maul Ray Park last week in a lightsaber duel for a, a special... Uh, segment that will go to air on Australian TV in a couple of weeks, but I'll also have it up on YouTube and stuff, so you guys can get a hold of it, and there'll be an extended interview of sorts for, um, for the Steel Wars podcast, because on TV they only use snippets, but I, I did touch his arm in the conversation. I was maybe a bit flirtatious, and I, I, that's, that's some rock-hard meat, Jeff. I'm not, I'm not sure what these people are going on about. What do you think?
1: Oh, I think they're being silly to be honest. Um I love Maul. He's actually a really great character. Um even, you know, I, and I really like um his voice as well. Um now that I Sam Witwer is uh, is awesome as Maul and I really appreciated him in, in the Clone Wars and and in Rebels. Um and I, I you know, and I always listen to the Robo Report and I have no idea what Robo is going on about because he hates him so much. <laughs>
2: Well, um I am glad you're enjoying the Robo Report. It's uh <laughs> it's uh that's on one of our Patreon bonus shows, you guys. If, um so on the one dollar tier you get all the back episodes of the regular episode of the regular Steelers podcast. And I am talking over myself today. It's very frustrating. And uh for the three dollar tier a month you get the uh the special bonus shows like the uh Robbo Report. And
1: and Robbo is um how how would you describe Robo Jeff? He's a little bit of a. a, Is he a misanthrope Could you call him a misanthrope Oh, I I don't know. Somebody who doesn't necessarily like people, because he didn't want to go to celebration because there's too many people there. There's just too much, you know, too much activity, too much think too many things going on. Yeah. He has a lot of really strong opinions. He'd be more comfortable with Avatar celebration,
2: where there'd be (laughs) almost no one there. But uh, yeah, so he's very opinionated, and I I don't know why he doesn't call in anymore. Maybe now that he's on the
1: Patreon, he thinks he's too good. Well, he, I've I've listened, I've heard him on a bunch of other podcasts too. So maybe he's he's getting he's getting maybe he thinks he's too big now. I think he might be onto something there, man. I I, um, <laughs> I
2: actually listened to his um, podcast the other day, the Wookie Genome Project, which is uh, quite a heady title so but um he did a breakdown with uh katie mccourt about whether luke skywalker was a pacifist and um, it was a very interesting discussion about luke skywalker and the jedi but i don't really think he's a pacifist what,
1: what, what do you think about that i don't know if he's a pacifist i think he just decided not to fight the emperor and through the way the lightsaber and then he figured that, you know, when in, in The Last Jedi, he decided that he wasn't going to fight because he kept on, he thought, he kept on messing things up. So I don't know if that's pacifism necessarily, but um, he obviously came back and uh, stood in front of the whole First Order with the laser sword. So, um, you know, <laughs> I, think, I think he, he is a, I, think he, I don't think he's a pacifist, but I think he just figured that he was, you know, he was getting in the way. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like he does the best thing for the situation.
2: He's thinking about it, like like yeah, on a sail barge. It's like, you know, free us or die. He gave him an option.
1: Do you know what I mean?
2: Can't do any more than that.
1: Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and then he did the your, your favorite flip, right? Oh, did he what? <laughs> did he what?
2: <laughs> I um I wanted to also gauge Jeff. Um, we just we've got a new Patreon show. The, uh, star wars year by podcast with paul's burkhart we were going through star wars history did you check that one out yet
1: yeah yeah i really liked it I, I thought it was great having that discussion about the different years and um the flashbacks um to buck rogers i didn't you know i've heard that queen song a lot uh, you know the flash gordon queen song but i flash. i didn't know that was because uh, of a movie. you didn't know what it's yeah. <laughs> Um, I didn't know it was part for a movie. I didn't. I didn't even realize I'd heard it because I think they uh-huh. play it in a lot of TV shows and stuff, you know. But I never knew it was a part of a movie. So That was really fascinating. Um, you know, the whole thing of, of Jar Jar as um, as uh, Goofy. That was you know that kind of thing. That was interesting too. All those all these little details. That's super great that you guys bring this up because you know I, I'm 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 older, but I still have missed a lot of pop culture because i've been so focused on star wars and some other things so you know there's other <laughs> things that i don't catch I, I know that hole i can fall
2: down that from time to time myself <laughs> um it's it's very easy to do uh
1: anything else on your mind man yeah so the the poll question that's my, my last thing is the poll question um mm-hmm. i voted that i think it would be cool if there was uh, two colors um, just because we always thought it was cool, during you know when the Phantom Menace came out, that there was the a double-bladed lightsaber to begin with, but now if it had two colors, I think that would be cool um, to see. I'd be interested, though, to see like instead of. Um, Let me red, ask you this, though. I, I'm going to get. I, I just this yes, just sure.
2: this just hit me, Jim.
1: Let's get. I, I, this is. I felt like Robbo
2: was just whispering in my ear with this question. So <laughs> I can feel that. I can feel it. We're found now. That the kyber crystal color adjusts to the person that has it.
1: Yeah, it's like yep. a mood ring or something. We learned that in the saga novel. Yeah.
2: So how could you have two different colors?
1: Because like, if you had two, if you had two different uh, kyber crystals. Yeah, but don't. Isn't it you that makes them that color? Yeah, but Ahsoka had the Ahsoka had the the green and the yellow, and I know that some people have discussed that it's because they wanted to show you that there were they were two different lightsabers. So when they, crashed, they cl- uh, clashed, they ah. clashed, you could tell which one was the right and the left. But okay. she had two different lightsabers, uh, colors. So I think it could be done. All right, now I want to know how'd she get two different colors. I so that's that's the question. I mean, I've been I've been she just popped up with it one at one point, and um, I think. You know, think, Hi! Correct, me, correct me in the in the chat if I'm wrong, but... Um, oh, they will. Uh, you know, the the, uh, the, <laughs> the the forces of destiny with the Yoda and Ahsoka? Mm-hmm. Um, was that part of it? Maybe not. Um, but but I hadn't seen where... I'd been looking, actually, to see where she got those, and there hasn't been a really good explanation. So maybe somebody knows. Yeah.
2: All right. Um, so. We'll see if anyone can hit us on... Uh, Chat on that one, or let call in on 646 668 Yeah, I'm like, I love Darth Maul's double-bladed lightsaber. And on this clip that we filmed with Ray Park, I did get to fight him with the double-bladed lightsaber, and I had a green lightsaber which I requested, especially. And it was It was pretty good, obviously, I'll just, I'll
1: just at that. But, um, what did what, I, what did you think what would you think of a like a white a white one, like a silk of the white you know, the white ones that she used? Uh what would you think of a double bladed white lightsaber for Rey? I
2: I just want the classic, just a one just one blade. I, I got I, I'm a bit cynical about it because after um the Phantom Menace came out, like all the fan films of the time, they all had to have someone with a double bladed lightsaber. Like it just became this real thing mm-hmm. and I don't. Know. I, I, I always thought it was cool that it was just him that had it, but I, I know that that's not the case. Um, if you get to the the merc of uh, Star Wars lore, but um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I just feel like she should just have a single bladed classic bit of action. Um, I know a few people they were calling for a yellow blade, which. Um, you know it could be a, a, a bit of a tribute to um, a couple of Kenner figures. The Luke Skywalker um, original Kenner figure came with a yellow blade, but yeah, the multicolored thing. I think it's I don't know when I see photoshops of it, it just seems a bit odd, but, but that's just me. But the, the thing was, in it was quite even for a while, kind of like 25% each thing, and then it eventually sort of skewed that more people didn't. They did. But the theme with starburves and opinions and all that, it's just like I, I sort of <laughs> wanted to do that question just to show like there's a lot of different opinions out there. Do you know what I mean? So it's uh it's just a matter of taste. But for me, it's a single blade all the way, chip.
1: Sorry buddy Fair enough, fair enough.
2: Hey, um, thanks so much for your call and also being a Patreon. And uh, I'll put you back on hold so you can hear the rest of the show.
1: Thanks, Phil. Appreciate it.
2: Cheers, Jeff. Now, let's see what else I had on the docket. All right. We have got an article here. Sorry. I think I need to set up a second screen, guys, because... There's just too many different things I've got on here. The Star Wars Underworld, one of uh, the best Star Wars podcasts out there, had a uh, Dominic Jones, that uh, delightful man from the Star Wars Underworld, uh, got to see Kelly Marie Tran uh, live in... um, Where was this? The uh, Toronto International Film Festival you can see a pic of her there having a great time in the audience Q&A which is nice I want to see Kelly Moran Kelly Marie Tran um, laugh and smile but um, she spoke to the Hollywood Reporter about her piece in the New York Times and if she'd ever want to go back to social media and of course, if you haven't heard her uh, op-ed in the New York Times about online um, bullying and racism and harassment, she um, she was a victim of, then you should definitely check that out. Um, so let's go to Star Wars Underworld for this. Uh, in her op-ed, Tran explained, explained she decided to leave social media writing. It wasn't their words. It said, I started to believe them. She would later add the words reinforce the narrative I had heard my whole life that I was other, that I didn't belong, that I wasn't good.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today.
2: Now, simply because I wasn't like them, and that feeling I realize now was as and is shame. A shame for things that made me different, a shame for the culture from which I came from. And to me, the most disappointing thing was I felt it at all. Um, The op-ed, Tran explained, was a chance for her to reclaim the narrative. She told The Hollywood Reporter that I felt like I wanted to write something honest that truly came from me. She also stated that she does see how social media can be a force for good, although she is unsure if she'll ever return, saying, I don't know if I'll ever go back. There are some really good things that come out of having a community. Hopefully, what we're doing here in terms of this project will be illuminated by that. You can have these great discussions on a platform about something that maybe we can't really talk about. Um, And she was out there promoting uh, the first four episodes of Sorry for Your Loss. So um, it's very interesting. How, like, let's take um, you know, Ryan Johnson. He sort of made a joke about uh, Mike Zero, YouTuber, who um, has got a bit of a reputation for not being that reputable with his reporting. And Mike Zero said that um, you know Ryan Johnson's going to get fired. And Ryan Johnson made the uh, joke that. Ah, oh, it's coming from him, it's obviously not true. And on the set of episode 8, um, Zeroed became a, uh, a joke term for getting something really wrong. And some other YouTubers that never really seemed to have had anything to do with Mike Zero came out to fence Mike Zero because he was getting harassed by Ryan Johnson. Now, these same YouTubers seem to have no issue with Kelly Marie Tran getting harassed or demand um, evidence of this harassment, this racism and then when you show it to them then they sort of just go, oh, well, everyone gets harassed They're, I'll decode it for you, they don't really care about Mike Zero they just care about being against Ryan Johnson so, it's uh, and is it harassment or bullying if you make a joke about someone saying that you're going to lose your job? Oof. I don't think so. I've got, I've got another example of this I wanted to show you guys. It's um, pretty interesting, I found. Um, where are these guys here? So I'm not sure if you saw this. But um, we had uh, a tweeter uh, hit up Grace Randolph, who's um, a, a uh, what would you say, a pundit, a movie pundit who has been, um, I think she reported several times that Kathleen Kennedy's getting fired very soon. Hasn't worked out, so uh, we'll see how that goes. But she's very much against The Last Jedi. And Lucasfilm and so someone uh, was at Disneyland wearing a t-shirt saying make Star Wars great again and tweeted to Grace Randolph that she he was lobbying hard at Disney this weekend getting tons of compliments and uh, had a photo of him and his three mates walking around the the park with uh, this make Star Wars great again t-shirt which you know let's be uh, clear, is a riff on Donald Trump, um, as as divisive a person as there is on the planet, uh, whether you are for him or against him, you can't deny that, and uh, using his slogan. And, you know, it ended up getting a lot of attention and it came down to him tweeting this. Um, someone replied, I just did not like how Kelly Marie Tran was bullied and the, um, the T-shirt wearer, the tweeter said, I agree, bullying isn't cool. Kind of like how I'm getting bullied on Twitter right now. Now, is that bullying to um, respond to something that you wanted an outraged response about? Like you wore the t shirts to the theme park, you took a photo of it, and then you tweeted it to someone with a large social media presence, hoping they would retweet it, obviously, and you'd rile everyone up. And tada it worked. And people are tweeting you that they don't appreciate what you've done. And I'm sure, I'm totally sure, that some people overstep the mark with what I would say would be appropriate to um, express their displeasure with your top. But um, then I found this one, which is pretty interesting. It's, um, you know, he's against bullying. And then someone pointed out this tweet, which is, uh, Hey Ryan, this is from the man that uh, tweeted the t-shirt. Hey Ryan Johnson, how's your day going? Hope you spilled your coffee, had your lunch order messed up, and got toilet paper stuck on your shoe for a big business meeting. So embarrassing. Say you are sorry. Make Star Wars great again. But I thought you didn't like bullying online. And why didn't Grace or any of these people care? That Kelly Marie Tran was getting bullied. Hmm. I wonder if we can work it out. Hmm. Here's the other thing about that that I want to talk about, and uh, if you want to call in and discuss this, I'd be very happy to at six four six 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 eight eight three six zero. And that is about. It's not right for a director to act like that. To to call out um, people that are overzealous in their dislike of a movie, a man-baby. It's, it's, not, it's not right for a director to do that. Where is this director's handbook, the Hollywood director's handbook? Where is that? Because apparently it says that you can, um, it's pretty fine to uh, use your position to uh, get sexual favours. Apparently that's fine and uh apparently it's fine to have um a actual child predator in the film predator apparently that's okay and with your mum, you very much earned my respect for that but um you can't speak out about that it's it's this is the other thing that i also enjoy about preliminary trans. um some people that want to validate their harassment is that that's why they get paid the big bucks. That's why. Now, let's go with that one. They, they get paid a lot of money, and part of that is the taking of the harassment. So does Kelly Marie Tran's manager, like say, okay, so let's say, all right, for Star was Episode Nine, we want, I don't know how much, let's say she's going to get $400,000 for um, her co-starring role they go okay great do you think the manager then says hey also um we're gonna need uh a hundred thousand dollars uh racism bonus because there's gonna be a lot of racism and um that's why we get paid the big bucks so why uh, we need the big bucks because that makes racism not as bad is this, is that what happened i don't know i don't know but um also in the show notes, you should check out. I have uh, posted the article by Bethany Lassina uh, titled "On the Washington Post: Who Hates Star Wars for Its Newfound Diversity? Here Are the Numbers." And very fascinating project. She went through and analyzed uh, the type of speech that was getting tweeted about about Tran and the Last Jedi, and also towards uh, female Star Wars fans and female podcasters and Bethany will be uh, on a interview version of Steel Wars this week. And we'll go into that in full. Also on the Star Wars Underworld and we'll get up a little graphic for this No, we don't have a graphic for this one. That's okay. Uh The Last Jedi rises to the top of the home PO sales charts. Now, um, this is the current charts for the year, and Star Wars The Last Jedi has come in number one. The Oh, this is home movie sales. Sorry, I don't understand this list on the Star Wars Underworld because all the ones I had seen had Black Panther at number two. So I'm going to click through this link in variety. I don't know why... Fact is. Does anyone know? Tell me this in the chat room. Why is Jumanji on the top of second of this list when everyone else had Black Panther? Anyway, my point B on this is the last Jedi is the current number one. White Panther is number two. And we have still got Infinity War to come out on Blu-ray, and I am sure that is going to be huge. Do not get me wrong. But for a while, the, um, I, don't, I, like, I don't really care about if you like it or don't like The Last Jedi or Star Wars, but I, I do like facts. And I like people when they have their arguments together. They, they do have the facts in uh, some sort of, you know, decent order. And if you're going to claim that The Last Jedi's Blu-ray sales show that the, the movie's a failure or something like that, it's probably pointing out that it came number one, or it's currently number one, in a shrinking market. Like, I'm not sure if you've heard Blu-rays. They're, they're, they're about to get cancelled so they can be re-released for the um, hipsters in 20 years' time. But just, like... That's not a good... Like being number one in a shrinking market, that's not a, that doesn't help your cause. So, um, and it's fine if you don't like it and uh, if you think it's soft. But... ray sales can't be a reason. ray sales can't be a reason for that, in my opinion. And it's a pretty level-headed reason. Or opinion, I should point out. Hey, um, also, while uh, I've got you guys, make sure you check out the new interview episode of Steel Wars with Justin Bolger, who runs social media for Lucasfilm or at Star Wars over all platforms. And he is a diehard Star Wars fan. He used to be a podcaster for the Forcecast. And we have one hell of a Star Wars chat. I think it's io9 has got the solo, a Star Wars story, Darth Maul clip. And I was, I was very interested to know how Lucasfilm were going to market the solo blu And obviously they've got Ray Park out. And I don't know, it's sort of like rad that he's doing yeah. it. And I was very, ha- very uh, happy to interviewing stuff but it's a weird thing that he's like he's only in it that like like in the clip that's his whole like essence in the actual movie but um where is Enfy's nest where is she how come she's not in the how come I'm not interviewing her it's all about me but uh I yeah it's it's a bit upsetting that they haven't um, used her at all. I think we have got through all our uh, news for the day. This was a bit of a bumpy ride, and I feel like I'm doing too many things here, watching too many different things at once, so I'm going to change, streamline this a bit more for Wednesday, so there's not so many uh, empty uh, gaps in the, uh, in the pod or in the YouTube, so that is good, I guess. Maybe I Alright, it's back to me. I'm going to go through the chat room and see. Um, Gaming Spiner says, Steel, I was literally just listening to you on Pop Quiz Hotshot, the one with Schuster, when you lost to the girl that hadn't seen Star Wars. Oh, okay. Why do you have to bring up these bad memories? I was on this, my friend Michael Williams' quiz show, and it was Star Wars theme, and it, we had the guys from Sands Pants Radio on. And Pop Quiz, pop quiz Hotshot. And I was killing it. I was like 30 points ahead or something. And I arrogantly bet all my points on the last question. I think it was who says I've got a bad feeling about this or something. And I got it wrong. And a girl that had never seen Star Wars 1. And it was very upsetting. So thanks for bringing that up, Gaming Spinus number one. <sighs> and, um... Jeff Wood says, "I really love that scene in Solo where Envy jumps up to splash down after they reveal the old woman. Looking forward to that gift. Oh my God! Speaking of gifts, you guys, actually, this is something I'm going to talk about right now. Um, I got to see a bunch of the bonus features from the Solo Blu-ray, and when this comes, it comes out Friday or something on digital. When it does come out." Um, your Twitter feed is going to be loaded with Chewbacca gifs. The behind-the-scenes footage of Chewbacca playing around, and there's one where he's doing snow angels in the snow. It's I, I was just like, gif, gif, that's going to be a gif, that's going to be a gif. Um, Jonas has a lot of fun playing Chewbacca on the set. And Oh, can everyone see there's a little bit of Jerry here? Look, here's his tail. It's my cat, you guys. He's just he's trying to work out what's going on. So, oh, yeah. And they had this round table, which was super good, like a podcast. They were around sort of like the um, the SABEC table uh, set up in a studio. And it was the entire cast and Ron Howard. And they just chat about their experiences, how they got hired, how they found out what they did, and then different experiences on set. I only got to see half of it. I think it went for about five to ten minutes, so it's going to go for about ten to twenty minutes. Oh, my cat just walked past again. Very exciting, uh, the hyper cat. And now he's just he's going back and forth. This is great content. If you're listening to the audio of this, you need to come check this out.
0: <laughs>
2: what a good boy. The weird thing is is that the youtube stream i've I've got up is on delay so after he walks past i then get to see him like 10 seconds later walk uh on the screen so it's very exciting um yeah so that feature is really good and the other feature i can't remember which one it is but you do get to see george lucas on the falcon with ron howard and him meeting alden and him just praying like mucking around and Uh, I won't say what it is, but Ron Howard and he recreate a little scene from Star Wars on the Falcon. And, like, come on, George Lucas, what more do you want? So good. So uh, look forward to that on uh, the solo Blu-ray or digital or DVD, if you can find one of those. That is going to be it. For today, I think. How long did we do here? I can't even work that out. I feel like we went a bit longer than how I would like to normally, but that is fine. Talking about Star Wars is good times. If you like this show and you want to make sure there is continued episodes of the Hyper News, um, you can become a Patreon for the one or three dollar tier. You up to five. You get stickers, and you get get a T-shirt, but um, and you get like a ton of bonus content as well. Or if you want to support in a completely non-financial way, just hit subscribe, hit the little bell so you know when we're doing the next episode. Give us a thumbs up and uh, write a comment or share it on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, and spread the word because the more people check it out, the more episodes we can do. And I will try to streamline trying to I feel like um like one of those one man band like Buskers and I've got like a like a like tambourines and I've got the mouth organ and I'm playing the guitar and then my kids are playing a drum so there's a lot of a lot of moving parts here. And I someone has just messaged me about joining their Afra um, petition or something. but all in guys if you want to talk about this sort of stuff but uh that's all for today and uh a new interview episode of steel wars will be up talking about that fascinating uh look into star wars social media that'll be up in the next 48 hours if you are a patreon make sure you check out um my new show with Haws burka from blue harvest podcast Star Wars Year by Podcast. It is available for patrons on audio and also enhanced video, which is really cool. And uh, there's a new Robo Report up from last week as well. And, uh, and the Justin Bolger with film interview. Thank you guys so much. And may that force be with you. <laughs>